Hi, I'm Tane. And I'm Aid, and this is Alter Call, a Married at First Sight podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode two of Married at First Sight. Hi, Aid. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Tane? I'm good. It's been a long week, but every time I say it's a long week, it's truly just because of work. Work is just working right now, and I'm tired of it. I'm working for a living. It's hard hard work, working. (laughs) It is. But yeah, it it was a pretty good week. I mean, I think the only bad part was... I was supposed to go see Backstreet Boys for the 157th time on Tuesday, but they're doing outdoor. It was an outdoor thing, and it got rained out, and the weather was bad, and then it got canceled, so... I actually saw that concert on a schedule, and it said, rescheduled from 7-something-20. Rescheduled Mm -hmm. from 7-something-2021. I am horrified to hear that it was canceled because of that weather. Oh, I'll tell you the story. We got tickets in 2019. And then it was scheduled to 2020. At that point, we were just fed up and canceled tickets. And then they were like, oh, we're back again. Because I have, it's called the DNA World Tour. I know people give me shit all the time because they're like, they're still uh, releasing albums. I'm like, yes, DNA was pretty good too. So when they had the first one, this is part two of it in 2019, I went to that one. So then they rescheduled again for 2021. But I think all the people who rescheduled is because um, we also had tickets to The weekend who I'm obsessed with for those who are new and that got canceled. He also has an outdoor venue, which is in two weeks. And I'm not a fan of the outdoor venues at all, whether it's good weather or not, it's just not good acoustics. It's not good for the voice. That means it's just way too big. And I don't know, that's just me, but yeah. And then we're here now, but I wasn't going to go, but just decided to buy tickets like four days ago. And this is what I get. (laughs) So Remember when we went to, when the last time you saw Backstreet Boys was the night I saw Backstreet Boys. We were there, not together, but we saw it. Oh, yeah, that is true. That is true. So, yeah, that was 2019. Yeah. But, oh, well, it was still a good week. How was your week? Oh, just very, very busy. (laughs) Very, very busy at work. I know. Adulting comes with it. But anyways, do we have anything to update the people with just that, you guys. Over on Patreon, we do After Party every week. So we did have After Party Episode 1, a nice little recap for you over on Patreon. Keisha got a new set. Keisha got some new outfits. Go check it out. <laughs> Tane, what is happening in Mapsland? Oh, what is not happening in Mapsland? I mean, we have to start the episode with Stephen Noy. Like, you oh. guys were on it this week. We got a lot of interaction. We love it. We love it. We love it. Everyone was talking. Our only thing when we were texting each other was like, this cast is so selfish. The Boston people. Why did this have to happen? The premiere week for San Diego. Let San Diego have their shine. No, they were not afforded that. They were afforded, uh, they were afforded nonsense. <laughs> and, and it was by the time you're done fighting with someone you're both down in the mud and you're not sure who's worse exactly although i am still uh, like team noi team. steve posted okay noi posted uh Wait, an instagram let's start from, yeah the very yeah. very very top very very top of it was oh go ahead was noi posting 
a, a, I don't know. I an Insta- I call them Instagram pictures. I'll tell you this. As a person, I just don't usually... T- I don't take pictures by myself, okay? I usually want to take a picture with someone because what was the point of taking a picture unless to capture that we're together? But Instagram is full of people taking pictures by themselves and posting them and saying things. So, Noi, I think they're called thirst traps. I'll just say... So Noi posted Instagram thirst trap that says something divorced. Okay. D- you're a terrible t- storyteller. You got to make it juicy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's right. It was a thirst trap as far as I'm concerned. She's in a bikini on the surfboard um, in the, is it an ocean? Sea? Lake? I don't know what it was. But she's body of water. There. She, there you go. She was in a body of water, sitting there. You know the influencer thing. Your hair is down, and you're looking down, like, oh, it's so natural. And she's like, "Divorce feels good." Take note, guys. Divorce feels good because when it feels good, you tell us that you're unbothered. You know, you're feeling good. It happens, and all that, and that's it. The next thing we see is Steve responding with like a, how many slides was it? Like seven? Eight, ten, I don't know a lot. <laughs> it was a lot, guys. I read everything. I think A checked out by two. <laughs> I skimmed. <laughs> so he's basically saying like, wow, okay. I didn't expect this news to come out today. Remember I told you guys last week that he had an Instagram live with his family and everyone was just like, where's Noy? Where's Noy? Where's Noy? He said nothing. He just said nothing except... The last thing where he said, um, we're figuring things out. So then um, he says, well, I have to address this. That last I knew we weren't going to announce this. But since this announcement is here, that we got to the point where, I mean, I'm going to agree that it was very, it was crafted intentionally. Like he said things like we were to the point of almost fully healing or something like to the point of moving on. I'm like, what does that mean? Like, okay, you moved on, but did she and all that stuff. And then he mentioned stuff about he loves sushi because apparently sushi has cancer and, you know, he still cares about her and they hope they get to the point where they're friends and he didn't want to do this. Noah claps back and starts responding. Then it's like, you're a liar. That if you really care about sushi, you haven't reached out to me. You haven't done this. That, oh, you said going out on dates and you were the, and I was like, divorce feels good. Say that to yourself. <laughs> you do not sound like divorce feels good. But here's the thing that gets me. He, She said that you made the choice and asked me for a divorce during everything that was going. Here's the thing, guys. There's not a good time to break up. I don't know if, you know, sometimes people say, oh, wait till the holidays because their Christmas will be ruined. Wait till the birthday, then you'll be ruined. Then something else happens. It's just never a good time to me. I just feel there's never a good time. And then she's like, "Um, I begged you to stay. So, and it just becomes worse because then people start attacking Noi. And like I told A, like sometimes I have a friend who's just like, I don't like either of them, but why aren't we believing Noi? I'm like, why should we? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but she didn't build equity. Like, we watched her. She's immature and she doesn't handle stuff right. But then she says stuff and then continues responding to somebody else about how they file taxes and he filed zero and he wasn't working. And, and at that point, and as I think a listener team up said, if he didn't fulfill that financial thing that you were worried about the entire time, why did you beg him to stay? Again, divorce feels good. What like? Do you understand what I'm trying to say, Aid? Like, just 
Why, why this, is what I'm, this is what I mean by getting down in the mud. You said what you said. And now everything that you said con- contradicts what you said. If divorce feels good, why are you worried about his zero taxes? And why do you feel the need to tell us all about it? Why did you beg him to stay if his account was really zero dollars? <laughs> she didn't say his account was zero. She said his income was zero. Which, she said oh. a lot of things, but that was one that Steve clapped back and said, oh, no, no, that's not true. You're right. He, she said he filed zero for his income and that she looked at his account and he didn't have as much as he claimed like in the savings. And he was like, she's never seen my account. And stuff. So it becomes a back and forth and nothing good comes out of it. He said, she said, and I'm just, my friend was like, why can't she say her truth? And I was like, she can, but listen, Noi, you don't have enough social equity to go back and forth. And I think your mental health is more important right now for everything. And then, you know, she's still posting the thirst traps. There's still more, there's still, it's just kind of childish. It's like, she's posting the stuff that's like so Photoshopped and then it's gazing into the sun and someday this will be over and I'll still be standing. It's like back in the day, for those of you who have Blackberries, when you had your Blackberry, um, the status and you use it to like send some subliminal messages to people, like, I don't care. I'm living my best life. It's like, grow up, Noe, you're 33. Like, I'm, I'm sure, like, he did some things wrong. Like, the breakups are always messy and people did things, but we don't need to know. Yeah, we saw you get married, but we don't need to know. So, but then Alyssa, going back to Mapsland, put up a post on her stories, another one that's a, thirst, a thirsty one, saying people are straight up posting lies on stories and, and when, as if we don't know what really happened. I'm like, girl, don't insert yourself in this. Because apparently she and Noe are like so cool. They keep posting pictures together and I'm just... I just, I also wasn't that impressed with Steve's need to defend himself because (laughs) after the first eight-parter, after her comments and there was a second eight-parter, it was just, um, I I, I will say this. It was well-written. But it was too long. And it just, the whole thing, the whole exercise felt very, very unnecessary. Yeah, he had another one where he said, this is the last time I'm going to address it. But he gave himself leeway where he said, I'm not going to um, address anything unless if I feel like I have to. <laughs> like, Steve, just let it go. <laughs> and I mean, we care, but I mean, we got new couples now. We don't care that much. I don't know. It's just ugly. Like, it's just, I don't want to see mom and dad fight. Wait, that's too much credit to call them mom and dad. But I... I, I I just, I don't know. I, I wasn't, I wasn't on anybody's side because they both came out looking muddy. They came out looking very muddy. Yeah. A lot of you are team Steve. We saw the messages. Thank you so much. This is red all of them, but a lot of you are not happy. I don't think the people on team Steve are wrong per se. (laughs) (laughs) I think a lot of the comments we got for Noi was so immature. Grow up. go away (laughs) but yeah um Alyssa is going the Virginia route like she's selling her sweatshirt and stuff I'm a good person like it's just she's linking her outfits and all that stuff so I am just real curious to know who's buying it that that is my number one thing who is buying t-shirts that say I'm a good person thinking that Alyssa is funny she wasn't even on the screen long enough to be funny. 
That's why she wanted to be on screen some more, but she, maybe she got enough time. But yeah, she said she's um sending out, she's shipping out some, and they're going to be at their doors pretty soon. So. so, like I said, you guys interacted with us a lot, and we learned a lot, you know, from all the things that you sent. We got something from Marianne, because we spoke about prenups last episode, where... Um, speaking of Stasha's, yes, guys, her name is Stasha. We've been saying it wrong the entire time, but we got it right now. But, um, Marianne told us that about the prenups, the couples aren't really married until they sign the marriage license. And that happens after the ceremony on TV. And sometimes it could be several days later. So it is possible to do a prenup. It's just not, it's, I don't know. Is it still a prenup though? Because when they get married, so that means they have to do the prenup between the ceremony and when they sign the marriage license? I would think so. And if it's like just a pre-recorded prenup, I don't think that would be that hard. I think I, they- I feel very certain that I read somewhere or heard in an interview that there is a prenup. And considering how these people get like so weird about their divorces, I've never heard an argument about money. It's always like just pettiness or whatever. Mm. So I, I feel pretty confident that they have a prenup. And so... Yeah. I think my next question will be which of the couples in the past signed a prenup? I I don't think all of them are going to sign. Do you think all of them signed prenups? Oh, all of them signed prenups. Oh. Oh, interesting. Okay. The other thing that we got a lot of is like Bing talking about he doesn't turn on his AC. Apparently, it is not a flex. <laughs> People who live in San Diego, let us know that when you live there, you don't need the AC. It doesn't get that hot. It doesn't get that cold. So you just open your windows for whatever it is that you need. So probably the producers just kind of played that up. But I'm just wondering, how did the producers know that there'll be people like us that wouldn't know that fact? I don't know. (laughs) I think a lot of this is depending on people not to think. (laughs) Sometimes I approach them. (laughs) oh the other thing we also got was a lot of people um with justin saying that when they look at him they instantly want to know if he's packing and i think it was split we got some people saying they never ever thought about it somebody else said uh yeah when i see a tall man i do think about it so you know the world is full of variety i believe in all of our answers there was tall men or there was no, I don't think about it. But not one single person said when they first saw Justin, that's what they thought. Just <laughs> <laughs> And finally, um, we got a DM from Angela letting us know, because I think I mentioned that I didn't know what a medical writer was. What do you write about? And she says that what they do, she's a medical writer. And she says that they write up the results of clinical studies and documents for agencies that approve the use of drugs like the FDA and they usually work for specific pharmaceutical companies, which we got more insight into this episode because he's telling Lindy what he does. And she enjoys what she does. So thank you, Angela, for that insight. But really, it was a very informative week. So thank you guys for the interaction. You know, it's always nice to interact with you, even though it's not live, but we appreciate it. We appreciate okay. being educated by all of you. Yes, the more you know. Da, 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 or whatever the star, <laughs> whatever the star is. Um, Alyssa and Lindsay also had drama. Alyssa had like it was like a nine part video, 
listen, the things I watch for you guys, because Lord knows I don't want to watch Alyssa, but she's going on about somebody sent her stuff about what Lindsay was trying to say, that she was coming for her, and she's like, she doesn't check for her, so she doesn't understand why she's trying to come for her like a roach thirty-five when she's 35,000 miles away. To be honest with you, if Lindsay is still going Did she on really say 35,000? Because it's definitely 3,500. Maybe I typed it wrong. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, if Lindsay really is still saying stuff about Alyssa, at this point is old. Like, Alyssa spends more time telling us that she doesn't check for Lindsay. But to me, the true definition of that is not even addressing it at all. These people are tired. So there's that. And I, I don't know if that's ever going to end, but they need to let it go. Um, Olajuwon and Katina are trying to... This is going to sound mean, but they're trying to do like Woody and Amani. You know, when they do their video shoots or their pictures, and I, I, except it's not hitting. They're doing, I wonder why. <laughs> they're, you know, they have these videos that is like Olajuwon just walking in slow motion, getting out of a car, sitting on a couch, staring into the abyss. And the, I don't know what it is. It's not working. But it's out there, so check out their stories. And Katina keeps posting his new um, handle, like I said last week, except this week she's like, I'm going to keep posting it until people stop DMing me about what his handle is, and if you don't like it, unfollow me. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, Elijah's content is just pretty much started from here to here, and the love like this, and not enjoyable content. But yeah. Um, Mark did a photo shoot for his shirts at the same place he got married um, because he said it's so surreal to be back here at the place where it all started. But, you know, I've gone through a lot. I've grown a lot through the year. And I'm like, that is an interesting choice. But we also got a listener tell us that they don't know if Mark is allowed to do this shoot with a shark because there's apparently a golfer who has the same thing. So I don't know. Are these people famous? Like, I didn't think that... The whole point of MAPS is that it's supposed to be regular people. But these people... Everybody wants to be an influencer. It's very confusing. The hell bent on it. Yeah. Um, He also posted pictures from his tux trying... When he tried on his tux. And it was exactly July 13, 2021. When he tried on his tux. So... A lot of reminiscing going on. And I would think that he would want to move past it. But these people are hell-bent on recreating their Boston experience. Even though it seemed terrible as a viewer. But I don't know what this is about. I I don't care to see it. (laughs) That much I do know. Gil is still living his best life. I think he posted a picture in like gray sweatpants. I I should stop commenting on this. Because I think Gil posts thirst traps. But that's just me. Um, finally, Paige had a birthday, and I saw that, you know, Haley's was one of the ones that she retweeted, but then I realized that I don't see that Atlanta crew hang out together besides Virginia, Haley maybe, and Clara, and I'm like, are they still, like, sisters for life? I mean, probably not. Brianna's <laughs> happily married. Paige went through hell. Who? I mean. I just, I don't see it. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I got in Mapsland. Was there anything else that you encountered on the Reddits, maybe? 
No. Gosh, I'm like, I haven't even been on Married at First Sight Reddit in a while. Gosh, what is going on? So busy. Work. Work. <laughs> life is lifing. Life is lifing. I did very much enjoy this week's episode. You did? I'm trying For to a think. wedding episode, it was all right. You know what? I will say this. I appreciated the fact that they went through all the, like, just bam, 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 except Ben had to go get COVID. So now we have to wait. Well, there's one more wedding, I guess. But I wonder, if he didn't get COVID, do you think we'd have gotten all the weddings yesterday? No. <laughs> if they would have wanted all that, the, the, the show is shot. If they, they could have done all the weddings yesterday if they wanted to, but they didn't want to. Four wedding episodes. I just, it was all right. It was all right. It wasn't so painful. Okay, we can dive into it. Okay. All right. So we start with, again, like I mentioned, Stasha and Nate's wedding day. And I, you know, this show is two hours and when you take notes, it might be a little longer. I didn't have time to go back and check what Pastor Kyle was calling her because I'm like, if he or Dr. Pepper were calling her Stasha, I think we would have picked up on that. And I don't think they were calling her that. (laughs) You might've picked up on it, but I've been struggling with Stasia's name, so I would not have picked up on it. Oh, because you asked me last time, and I confidently said I'm calling her Stasia. And I'm like, <laughs> so anyway, um, we're getting a background again of who she is. And I'm like, huh, Stasha and Jose from his Houston should have been together because, you know, no student loans, two degrees and all that. But I do want to note that I feel like she looked really good with no makeup. Yes. And in her bridal suite, there were just big balloons that spelled out bride. I found that very unnecessary. Very unnecessary, but it, you know what? It was Malala's birthday, like yesterday or day before yesterday, and she said she was turning twenty five, and she still can't hold the balloons right. And that's what I was thinking of when I was watching her. I'm like, Malala's just trying to hold two and five, and you know she's a genius. You are trying to hold bride. It's never gonna work. That's true. The image of them struggling with the brid. <laughs> so we also get a side by side of Nate um getting ready and his edge up was sharp. It was very sharp. I mean he still has the two squiggly braids, but his edge ups were really good. So his friend Vinny is giving him pep talks and praise. And from nowhere, his short friend, I'm sorry, I had his friends were tall, and this short one just came and was like, At least you're getting married instead of getting bail. That mean? I don't know. I'm like, why people just be throwing that title friend out to just anybody? Someone who'd say that to you on your wedding day, either what the hell have you done? Which I actually don't think that's the case with Nate. I think it was just a bad joke. It was not funny. I was just like, eh. Also, I was like, why didn't the editors just take this out? This is terrible. So Dr. Pepper tells us that how they were matched for their entrepreneurial spirit and his fun side could balance her serious side. And this is the thing you hate, A. She can give him the reliability that he needs. <laughs> so we get a conversation of Stasha and her mom. Her mom is gorgeous. Oh, her mom is so pretty. And, and so I, I also was amazed at how much her sister, her mom, her sister, they're just all, if you really look at them, they are all copies of each other. Yeah. And... Her mom is telling her, like, you know, you can be quite particular and, you know, first impression is not always the best impression because it is superficial and you should get to know the person. And I don't know if this is like ominous because I I thought it was very ominous. (laughs) 
<laughs> know they're going to be attracted to each other, but mama knows best. And she's like, it is superficial. So Stasha says like, you know, what she's hoping is she wants their expectations of how they define what a wife is to match. And then her sister is like, well, um, where are you going to compromise? And she's like, I mean, I don't, I don't even know what she said, but she didn't answer the question. So I don't think she knows where she's going to compromise. So we move to Nate and Nate is telling us again how he's a hustler. We are not going to hear enough about how he used to sell purses when he was younger. Fake purses, I should add. So we see them exchange gifts. And I every year or every season, I just wonder how they decide whose gifts we see and whose gifts we don't see. I mean, we get more info on After Party, but I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like it adds to the story, but okay. I strongly believe, I think I've said it before, they show the gift if the gift adds to the story. If the gift doesn't add to the story, they just don't show it. But I think every single couple exchanges some type of gift. Yeah, I think they do. But I mean, I feel like when we heard Alexis' story, it does add. I think it could have been like a closed loop of how everybody's gift just kind of matched and it just seemed like fate. That's how I felt when I heard it. So I'm like, why don't you just show that? But anyway, they exchange gifts and it turns out that Stasha and Nate have given each other the exact same gift, which were Polaroid cameras. And also the sponsor, James Allen Ring. Don't forget because Stasha mentions it in like a cut and paste voiceover. When I saw those Polaroid cameras, I was like, oh, you're just as shallow as each other. I think that there are two people who are really concerned about how things look. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that surprising that they both gave each other cameras because that's probably, I, I, I don't think, I, I need to give them a chance. But I do think that they are two very shallow people. Funny enough, I, I didn't think about that. I was thinking about two people who were thinking about making memories okay that's what i was thinking although my cynical side i'm like did the producers do this or is this really like natural that they both gave each other cameras or did they suggest it because the internets are also saying like they should look into it and make sure they're not brother and sister which is just (laughs) (laughs) um in this moment, when she's getting ready, I really like Stasha's mom's support. I think you can underestimate how much it is not to have your family support because this is a scary thing that you're going through. She gives her this long pep talk. She hugs her. She tells her, I'll be there for you. And she just says she's all made up and done up. And once again, she was gorgeous. Um, she never. What I appreciated about Stasia's mom is that she told her that she should be proud of taking a risk. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a much better thing to say. Like... That, I think this is the best way you could be a support during this process. She yeah. didn't say, like, this is all going to work out. Like, she gave good wishes, but I don't know. I liked her style. I thought that she was accounting for the fact that this might be a disaster, but it doesn't matter. Like, I'm here to support you. And honestly, that's the only way to go. Because I don't get people who are like, why are you? Th-? They're doing it anyways. You might as well get on the train and be there for them when it falls apart. And then the off chance that it gets, that it turns out to be good you were there from the beginning instead of leaving a sour taste in their mouth. But everyone's different. So Nate's dad shows up and you know how I said last week, like, I don't know why they don't want to give him the ex playboy edit, but his dad makes a comment and I was like, okay, you had your little fun and now it's time to settle down. (laughs) I did notice though, we did not see a mom and there was no talk of a mom. Has he mentioned it before? Don't you remember? Okay. I guess this might be an Elijah one situation again. 
So um, I think we had the guess that he was biracial. So for me, it was just curiosity. I just wanted to know if he is really biracial and what he's mixed with. But I wasn't sure that he was biracial. Yeah. I, I You thought he was half Asian. Yeah, you yes, did. Yes, I do. So I just wanted to clear that up for myself. But maybe we'll see. We'll find out. So just like Alexis, I believe Stasha has a breakdown before she goes out. But instead of tears, we just see Stasha talking to herself, rather mumbling to herself. I don't know what she was saying, but she's like, okay, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. And it's just there. And I'm like, man, I can't imagine that time. Because I remember this is where Jasmina had a breakdown. This is where Karen had a breakdown. I can't imagine those moments where you have to walk out. And I imagine it might be worse for the guys because they have to walk out and stand there in front of everyone for God knows how long. <laughs> I think it literally minimum two hours. Being judged by the family. <laughs> they drag this out. It's uh, If the formula works, I guess it works, but they just heighten that emotion. Yeah. So I really, I would not be surprised if the guys stood up there for a minimum of two hours. Not in the heat. So, funny enough, Nate is at the altar doing the same thing. He's just talking to her himself. Where are you? Where are you coming? Blah, blah, blah. So she finally comes down the aisle, and Nate is nodding and smiling, and Stasha has a wide smile, too. And this was a moment where I knew her name was Stasha, because they meet each other, and she goes, what's your name? And she goes, Stasha. And he goes, Nate. Her bouquet was massive. Did you see that, Aid? It was beautiful. I quite enjoyed it. And multicolored. Really? I really liked it. Whoa, I was thinking, you know, you think about bouquets or whatever. I just thought it was massive. So, so just as I was taking notes, making notes, saying like, you know, this friends and family introduction of Nate is going really well. I hear the officials say they want you to know he's a freak in the sheets. Ew. My first thought was, okay, how would anybody in that crowd know? <laughs> Have any of you slept with him? Well, this is a good time to mention that the camera kept panning to his friend. Do you remember the white girl? I don't know her name. That's why I'm saying white girl, guys. The white girl. That blonde. Blonde. The oh, my bad. <laughs> I mean, you can be black and blonde. Mary J. Blige is blonde. Well, not she's blonde. I'm, but just, she- I'm actually for the people just saying like she's blonde and white, just in case you're trying to remember what she who she was. Oh, let me give you another descriptor. The one who helped him with the James Allen ring. And the one who was there when he told her he was getting matched. She's been at every single thing. I'm surprised she's not in the wedding party. But she was there. So maybe she knows. But I'm just kidding. We don't know. But it just feels like for the fact that in episode one, there was that question asking if she would mind if he had a lot of female friends. It just feels like that's going to come up again. Yes. At some point. But also besides that, they're making this efficient. Who was it um, last episode? Alexis, the officiant who I actually think was a man of the church or because he had a thing, had to say vagina molds. Now this person has to say freak in the sheet. Like, what are we doing, guys? The silver lining about this is Nate actually seemed offended by it. He's yes, like, he was oh, not pleased. And he was done. I was like, okay, Nate. And <clears throat> they continue to describe him and they call him a diva, which is just a male version of a diva. And I'm like, okay. They said he likes straight teeth. And and the efficient just says, um, it looks like you have your work cut out for you <laughs> to Stasha. <laughs> so then they mentioned that um, they were doing um, Stasha's friends and family introduction. 
And they mentioned that she will always have her eyes on you. And Nate, I really enjoyed this moment. Nate looks around like, what, what, what does that mean, guys? And then the fishing is still going on. And he's like, how so? Like, I'm scared now. And then someone says, she sleeps with her eyes open. He's like, nah, 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 I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) I felt that was a justified reaction. I was like, come again? Like, what kind of demon are you? And then he was but like, he stayed. He stayed. He didn't run. I, he, I admire him for that. <laughs> Stasha is cracking up at this point. She finds this so funny, but it was cute. They laughed. He's like, okay. They get married. And I noticed that Nate kisses her without asking. He just goes for it. She doesn't turn him down. And I just want to note as they were walking out, Nate is tall, but you don't hear him talking about his dick like someone we know. I'm sorry. He's probably normal tall, like 6'2, six 6'3. Six you mean he's not unnecessarily tall? <laughs> Poor Alexis. She would have taken 6263. Poor Justin. How can someone call you unnecessarily tall? But, um, I, I mean, I will say this. Um, I actually have a good feeling about Stasha and Nate. Me too. <laughs> and after party made me feel even more comfortable. <laughs> With it. The funny thing about Nate is I don't find him attractive, but when they were walking down the aisle, I was like, they make a very attractive couple. Together. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I can see that. He has the, the, I, I don't know what it is. I'm thinking of the Nigerian slang where we say packaging. Like his packaging is, is, is there. He Would you like to explain what packaging is? That's what I'm trying to find the equivalent. <laughs> it's like. There might be something that is not so, it's not necessarily a 10, but the way you present yourself, you might be a five, but you present yourself in a way where you look like it's a 10. Hmm. And I, I I don't know the best way to describe that, but I know we call it packaging. And then with the accent is basically packaging. <laughs> <laughs> if you have Nigerian friends, go ask them, what well. does that mean? <laughs> But you guys, we'll be right back. I'll be back to talk about Alexis and Justin's wedding photos. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you make can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Summer is coming and it is time for all of us to go on vacation. You can use the money you earn from Earn In to buy a new bathing suit or some new clothes for your fun summer vacation. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, Type in Alta Call on the podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. That's Alta Call on the podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. If you're like me and looking to cut back on alcohol this year, Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. They've recreated the cocktails you know and love, like their ginger lime mule and grapefruit paloma, which happen to be my favorites. You can enjoy the flavors and feelings of those cocktails without the booze. 
zero proof, zero compromise. Listeners can get 15% of the recess mocktail sampler at takearecess.com slash autocall MAFS. You guys know I don't drink very much. So recess is a great substitute while everybody else imbibes. It's a lightly sparkling mocktail infused with functional ingredients like uplifting guayusa and stress-balancing adaptogens. Whether you're relaxing after work or hanging out with friends, make Recess Mocktails your drink between drinks or your forever mocktail. Get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at takearecess.com slash MAFS so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Okay, and we're back. So while we're still basking in the afterglow of Stasher and Nate getting married and them being so happy with what they saw, it's like, we see Alexis and Justin. I was like, oh yeah, they did get married. But this time, Alexis, you know, I think the editing last last episode, they were like, you know, he's not necessarily tall. He's not usually my type, but it's almost like she switched tunes. Because she's like, I'm married to someone who is amazing thus far. That watch, we're going to grow old together. And we're going to grow old right in front of you guys. And she's glad that she held out because it was worth the wait. And I'm like, wow, this is uh, gushing. A little different. A little different. Yeah, very different. And then, you know, she's like, their pics, their pics look lovely. Like, they seem very comfortable with each other. He seemed like he was crushing her. But, you know, she was fine with it. But at some point, I did find myself cheesing. I I didn't even know when I was cheesing, but it was cute. I had a good time taking photos together. It was. I will say I didn't understand the chest bump picture. I She's wearing a strapless dress. She's boobalicious. He's really tall. What was the... I don't know what it was going to... What was that about? I didn't think that was a good idea. The picture turned out awful. I think that was the real problem. Like, the picture was not good. The process to take the picture looked very strange. Why are we chest bumping at a wedding? There's so many questions. (laughs) So, Stasha and Nate have their first chat. Stasha says that she couldn't be happier. She's finally a wife. Stasha did cry a lot. I don't think I emphasized that enough, but she, I think she's crying that, you know, she's been waiting to get married and she's finally a wife. And Nate says that she's the ideal. And I quote, she is tall, thin, and beautiful. And then laughs and says, and has nice teeth. What were your thoughts, Aid? That was the first reference to thinness. <laughs> there were many more. <laughs> Which goes back to your point. But no, but we we knew this about them. They're pretty superficial people. They care about looks and how things present. Yes. The whole time, though, that they were sitting down talking, I was like, where is the post-nup? You know, but you know what? We she forgot about that. She saw Nate and it's her spec, and she's like, "Nope, we'll talk about that later." Or they edited it out. I don't know. But I mean, I guess the thing is, when I heard the tall, thin, and beautiful, I was like, "Ugh, twenty twenty two, no." But you know what? I think if a man has a preference and he wants a curvy woman, and if he wants a thin woman, so be it. That's his preference. It's totally fine to have a preference. It really is. But the problem is, is you're thin now that doesn't mean you're thin forever so hopefully your marriage doesn't hinge on your wife being thin because she might not stay that way or maybe she will you know you just don't know yes for me it was him saying she's the ideal yes i I just think he could have said something else like you could just feel that and then this you could have been like oh she has my the body type you know there have been people who said i prefer an athletic build or something 
anyways, they're both happy. That's all that matters. So he straight up asked her, like, what are you thinking when you saw me down the aisle? Like, do you find me attractive? She goes, yes. And he's like, likewise, I find you attractive. She asked him what he does. And he says he day trades and he's in software sales. I'm like, where did software sales come from? Oh, wait, I thought has it was digital been- ads. I'm okay. so <laughs> he's a hustler. You guys know what I think a hustler is. <laughs> so... <laughs> So she asked him how clean he is. He's like, I mean, I'm okay. And she's like, I'm extremely clean, like uncomfortably clean. He's like, "Uh, so you're nuts. She goes, no. He was like, okay, got it. You're nuts. So they start taking pictures and then he holds her waist. And he's like, oh, you got a small waist too. I like that. I'm like, "Uh, now it's getting uncomfortable. Like we get it. Like, (laughs) so Stasha tells us that she hasn't felt this happy in a long time. She's crying again. Um, and then they go straight to their reception. Like we haven't even seen Alexis and Justin at the reception, but we go straight to Sasha and Nate, which I appreciate. Their reception is outdoors and their first dance is on this little block of dance floor. Okay. Someone made a comment that the weddings have gone down in quality. Is it because because it's smaller or, I mean, it's still COVID like COVID is not gone guys. They are smaller weddings, but I don't think they're any less nice. I thought, see, I thought that the decoration for their reception was so beautiful. I thought it was better than Boston. Mm. I will say that their wedding venue, when they were getting married, I could see cars driving in the background because they were like facing a road. And then there was also an issue with like the wind and the sound. Um, So yeah, I thought that was interesting. Basically, they had to dub over their first thing that they said to each other at the wedding because the wind was so bad. That's what I was going to say was maybe they made up for the decorations because the venues was not that great. Because like the picture that we posted for Alexis and Justin's wedding, everyone was like, why does this look like this is a neighborhood or something? Like it looked like a horror movie type on like Boston. Boston had a really good back back well backdrop. The city was the backdrop, but like over the water and over things. But they don't really have the best. I also wondered, well, it's pretty loud. I was going to say I wondered why they didn't do it by the beach, but people forget that at a beach wedding, it's very loud with the sea and all that stuff. So we move on to Alexis and Justin's reception. Alexis and Justin are having their first dance. I don't know why she's dancing with his jacket on because I'm like, that's gonna make- I thought that it was makes- so sweet. It's going to make for terrible pictures for your first dance. I thought she looked really nice. I thought they looked so cute with her his jacket on. Okay. Um, she does mention how her neck hurts because he's so tall and she has to look up. Um, I don't know if you heard it, but I felt like she was making weird noises. I, I didn't hear that. They were kissing, but she was like, Ugh. and I thought it was crazy, but then it played again in after party. I'm like, this is weird. So, but then they keep kissing, and then she asked him the last time. He laid his lips on another human. And he's like, a year and a half ago. And she's like, like laid lips on another a year and a half ago. And it's almost like Justin said, let me do you one better. In fact, I've been celibate also for a year and a half (laughs) too. And then Alexis turns around and shouts to her friends, he's celibate. Why? That was weird. I also was very confused. I was like, okay, Justin, celibacy is one thing, but... Your celibacy extended to kissing? I didn't even think I guess he hasn't been dating at all. Well, this is where I was confused. 
at after party, he kind of hinted like he was talking to someone. But then I realized maybe he was talking over the phone or something and it never really materialized into anything. But unreliable narrator. (laughs) (laughs) But that is a good question. Like, yeah, that's true. Did the celibacy, well, maybe he thought if he kissed someone, he'll be tempted. We don't know why Justin does anything he does. But anyways, I was just like, I thought it was rude for Alexis to shout to her friends. But I mean, she gives an explanation at after party and still doesn't make sense. Of course, because there's no good explanation for like, I don't know. I'm like, do I like Alexis? Sometimes, but she's Um, very out there. She's very out there. And that was one of those times where it's like, why did you need to tell your friends right then and there? You know you're going to get them on the group chat later. I think it's funny that you said, do I like Alexis? Because I don't think I had a warm, fuzzy feeling after after party. I will say that. But we'll talk about that. But she tells us when she's giving her confessional, like, you mean, you don't want to hear that your man is celibate? Like, okay, you weren't married, but if you're married now, does it extend to that? I don't want to not get none because you don't want none. I'm like, it's before you get married. What is your logic? How? I don't think Alexis processes stuff the way most of us do. Once again, there's another thing on After Party that I was like, huh? So I don't think she's going to be an interesting one. So yes. I think- <laughs> she won't be boring. I trust that. <laughs> so then we move on to Lindy and Miguel. Lindy goes dress shopping. And once again, I appreciate them speeding through the weddings. So after seeing Nate and Justin, Miguel walks in and I'm like, oh, he's so short. Now I'm just going to think anyone who's not their height is short. So then Miguel says that there's always one person who settled in a relationship and he hopes that none of them feel that way about each other and they'll both be on the same uh, playing field when it comes to looks and they both find each other attractive. So, I don't agree with Miguel, by the way. Ah. Do you agree that there's always one person who's settling? No, I do think for the most part. But I think what he was trying to say was, like, there's always one person that's more attractive. (laughs) Which, if there's an attractiveness level, I actually know I don't buy that either. I think sometimes people are just equally attractive. I I would say Lindy and Miguel are equally attractive. Hmm, I think Miguel is a more attractive one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think Miguel is more attractive, but I'm... Because he's a man. (laughs) Oh, no. Because Alexis is the more attractive one in Alexis and Justin. Okay, that's easy, yeah. Yeah, so no, it's not always the same. I think there are people who are evenly um, matched sometimes. Like, I think Stasha and Nate, but if I had to pick, I think Nate is the more attractive one of both of them. See, I would say Stasha all the way. Exactly. Some people might think otherwise. And then I go back and forth, actually, because there are certain angles. I was like, that's true. But I think, like, the people who are evenly matched are in the minority. I think for the most part in couples, there's always one person that is more attractive. Yeah. But I still don't... Okay, let's say that there's one person who's more attractive. I don't quite buy his language of one person settled. Settled. Yes. I actually think it's kind of bad for your relationship if one of you thinks that you settled. (laughs) I think he just used the wrong word. I think he was just... You know, the, the, the maps Australia or the Australians called it punching up. So every time they meet or whatever, they'll be like, mate, you're definitely punching up. I think that's what he just meant. It's just the level of attractiveness. But yeah. So as Lindsay changes into her other dress and pretends that she doesn't know the dress that she's going to pick, her friends talk again about how she over escalates and how she's been sheltered. 
And I'm like, what is this going to lead to? The way they talk about this girl's temperament, I'm fully expecting her to go exorcist on us one day in a fight. And now I just have anticipation just waiting for a fight. And I might be disappointed. Do you think I'll I be just, disappointed? <laughs> I don't think you'll be disappointed. But I'm very confused by the language of like, oh, like Lindy grew up sheltered. She left the religion a long time ago, has lived an independent life and gotten a PhD. I'm like, is Lindy sheltered or Lindy was sheltered? Can we distinguish between the two? Um, I think I understand what they're saying. If you watch any of like the cult documentaries or even, hell, I use myself as an example. I grew up Catholic. Some things never leave you. You always feel like you're playing catch up. Like no matter what happens, you still think about the things that were ingrained in you for so long. So even though it seems like you've moved on, I don't know if you ever watched the Leah Remini's Scientology. I No, I, I can't do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I and, watched that one Scientology documentary. I, Leah Remini wants me to pay way too much attention to the Scientologist. Oh, well, I'm obsessed with anything that's culture. So I read the book, I watched the show, I watched the movie. So she is like the most liberal person ever you could think of. And she left the church a long time ago, but there's still things that still linger in your head and you have to battle with yourself. So I think there's that and that contributes to the anxiety that she has. So which makes her spiral. So you go back and forth like, oh my God. It's like, have you heard of Catholic guilt? Yes. Yeah. I've heard of Catholic guilt for many, many, many years from all the Catholics I know. (laughs) So I think it's something similar. So it just never leaves you. So yes, she's independent, but she still battles within herself and she still beats herself up for little things and... That plus is probably just a character. Not, I was going to say character flaw, but we're all flawed. So, but it's just her char- characteristics that she has is what I interpret what they're saying as. So Miguel comes out with a tux, and his friend Steve is talking about how Miguel has overlooked red flags in the past because in his mid he's in his mid thirties. All his friends are in relationships and are getting married, and he's just like, "Oh, I'm still at Disneyland." looking for a plus one aid miguel walks out and this man is still talking like miguel is not there i'm wondering like does he not see that miguel is there when miguel is like really you're gonna keep talking like i'm not here and miguel scored points for me for that (laughs) that was so rude and those friends were the same ones that were rude when they were playing dungeons and dragons the last time talking about what if she's terrible what if we don't like her what if she so i already don't like them so um i liked lindy's choice of dress i don't know if i should say i liked it but the cut in the front was weird it was like a deep v cut but it looked like it was ripped and not like intentionally cut so it just looked jagged i don't know if you noticed that on me i was just looking (laughs) i thought these dresses all of them are the worst dresses they've ever had on the show Every dress is kind of boring. Something is always off. And I'm like, what is that? I, I don't, this is the worst dress shop. <laughs> I know someone posted like Brianna's dress is still the best dress ever. And I have to agree. Her or Karen? At first I was like, do I not like see-through lace? Then I was like, no, I loved Karen's dress in New Orleans. No, but it's Ka- just these dresses. Just these dresses. Karen had sleeves, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't like wedding dresses with sleeves. I thought Karen's dress was perfect. There was nothing wrong with it. <laughs> I have to look at it again to remind myself. I just remember sleeves and I was like, eh, but we'll see. So Lindy said she's ready to fall in love and she's seen the mistakes of her parents and she doesn't want that toxicity, but she is choosing positivity and getting married. 
So then we move on to Morgan and Bin, the couple that I do not know why they were matched. I do not see any similarities. I don't foresee any chemistry. And probably because Bin looks like a teenager, talks like a teenager, has a haircut like a teenager. (laughs) (laughs) But Dr. Pepper thinks that Bin will help Morgan's tough exterior. You give a mama's boy to help? Anyways, the fact that these wedding salespeople asked them about their wedding, like they weren't told that they're sponsoring a show called Married at First Sight is very frustrating. Don't ask questions like, how's your groom or what is your... Someone asked, "Um, have you been thinking about this, your wedding for a long time? I'm like, two weeks, guy, two weeks. So the salesman, oh, this is really random, guys. Did you notice the salesman's pants? was riding oh. up so high that he had a camel toe? No, I didn't notice oh that. Oh, my God. Please, guys, if any of you else saw this, please validate me because I was like, is there a reason these pants are so tight in his crotch area? Because this is not normal. But um, Ben is talking, and like I said, giving me strong teenager vibes. And I wanted to make sure in episode two, but I'm going to ask you, Aid. Do you think Ben has a bit of a black scent? Because I think he does. I hadn't noticed his black scent, no. Oh, I noticed it when he was with his friends in the first episode, but I'm like, maybe I'm not sure. Then I heard it again in episode two. So maybe I'll give it episode three again just to see if it's me or if he actually has one. So I'll be on the lookout because usually I will spot a black scent a mile away, but I will be (laughs) on the lookout. Okay. So they asked Ben his deal breakers, and he says his deal breakers is a laziness. Um, I liked Morgan's first dress, did not like the dress that she ended up with, did not like the veil that was like a glitter veil, like Snow White or something. I did not like it at all. Ben ends up with a cream tuxedo, even though they kept calling it white. But that was it, and I'm so glad that the shopping is over, although we still have... One more. To continue the theme, I didn't care for Morgan's dress either. Yeah, I didn't like it. That's what I said. I didn't like the first dress. I didn't like her choice. I didn't like the veil. <sighs> it was. It's very strange. I feel. I don't know what it is. I'm like, why? They're all generic. I'm like, was this a David's bridal? Like, they're just very generic dresses. I feel like they don't have any zhuzh to them. They don't have any style to them. They're just like the most boring wedding dresses ever seen. Bleh. It's just like the cast chemistry. (laughs) (laughs) So next up is Mitch and Kristen. For some reason, I want to say Mitch and Lindy all the time. I still think that I think that they should have been matched. I don't know why. But Mitch comes to his tux visiting, um, his tux fitting on a bike. While saying that he doesn't want to be a weirdo. And I didn't know if the two are related. Because I was like, I don't think it's weird to bike. Like if it's a short distance, why wouldn't you? I think this was the beginning of Mitch, Mitch's anxiety coming through. You call it anxiety? I think it's his way of life. <laughs> Being an asshole? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's one thing if it's one thing, but as the episode goes along and there's another thing, and his brother already kind of told us when he yell at people at the store for, was it using a cup or something like that? Yeah, something fundamentally wrong with you. <laughs> Kristen says that she's nervous. She tells us about the mistress again. So she's with her friends and her friend asks a question she knows the answer to. Does your dad know about the wedding yet? She's like, no, he knows it's an event. 
He knows it's an event. <laughs> and she gives that same tired excuse about, oh, if we do it on a phone call, this will be... I'm like, a phone call will be better than this, this nonsense you're about to do. And then she has the audacity to say that she'll be upset if he's not cool with it. You are springing a surprise on him. This is just a poor choice. I'm like using your dad for a reality show moment. Not cool. Because that's the only thing I can think of. That's the only like reason you're doing this to your dad. It's so unfair. Ooh. Mitch picks a very traditional tuxedo, um, which I liked. I'm, I don't know what all these other guys are doing. <laughs> I think the traditional tuxedo is just fine. Or maybe we saw so many untraditional ones that we're just like, ah, finally, something we know. <laughs> but he looked nice. We hear more about his issues with commitment. For Mitch's shopping crew, he had his sister-in-law, his brother, and two other friends, one male, one female. Kristen's dress, I thought that her insert was yellow, but I think it's another one that's supposed to be flesh-colored. <laughs> I have to wait for her actual wedding to see what they do with that. But I'm like, is she wearing a yellow bra? Oh, why are these dresses so ugly? Um, Can we go back to Mitch's commitment? Because here's the thing. The match, we talked about it last week where we said the matchmaking special, they didn't really show the same things or we're discovering things in this episode. Did we know about Mitch's issues with commitment like to this level? Because I think a line that he said was, this is going to force me to take the highest level of commitment when I have failed at the lowest level. That is terrible. The weirdest thing is that they have said before, or he said before, that he's been in relationships that lasted one to two years, but he thought they should have been in relationships that were three to four years. And I remember being like, what is the, the, the difference? <laughs> so all this commitment issues i'm like you committed for at least a year i mean that doesn't sound like a person who's scared of commitment but what does it all mean i don't know oh boy so then we get something we haven't really seen before which is an expert needs to have an emergency call with morgan and the expert is dr pepper and the weird part is that we can see dr pepper's home office in the background it is not the green screen um <laughs> It looks like a place where Dr. Pepper actually gets work done. <sighs> Dr. Pepper tells Morgan that they have to postpone the marriage because her groom has COVID. And we need to make sure that he's 100% and that he's testing negative before you meet him and all of your friends and family meet him. And you will get a honeymoon, but it will be shorter. I thought that was very funny. Like, <laughs> you oh. signed up on this show to get a free trip, you will get your free trip. <laughs> I was disappointed. Because, I mean, yes, I hope Bin gets better and all that. But it has to be disappointing for her. Because even as a viewer, I always want them to get the full spectrum of the experience. You know, because you don't get to mix with the couples. You don't get to meet the couples at the same time. You get to have a shortened time. Who was it that had a... Was it Zach and Michaela? Where mm -hmm. sometimes they refer to it as, do you think it's because we didn't have that full experience to get to know each other, that that affected our marriage? I don't know whether there's truth to that or not. It seems tiny, but maybe there's something to it. Who knows? But for me, selfishly, because even when uh, Vince and Brianna had to maybe leave Vegas, I was like, oh, no, there's like a whole piece to the puzzle and you're part of it. Don't leave. It just kind of takes away from the experience. But his health is first, you know. But 
his health, the key with COVID is like, oh, you get it. And people are like, oh, are you okay? But mainly they're like, I just don't want to get it from you. Um, yeah. So you have to stay away from people so you don't spread it. Um, and I do think, you know, these people already have like two weeks to like stress themselves out and psych themselves out. They do not need any more days to, have, <laughs> think, and, to think and wonder. What do they look like? Are we going to get along? Is it going to be a good... They don't need any of that. So I feel bad for both of them for that reason. Yeah. It did make and, me think, though. Is that a new, like, maybe deal breaker? Like, if someone's an anti-vaxxer or something, does that count as a deal breaker? Do they mention that? Do they I ask think a lot of the reality TV shows are like, we're not going to shoot with you unless you're vaccinated. Hmm. I don't know. Maps just seems like they'll cut corners. They've brought some questionable people on here. <laughs> Morgan says that she's worried that in the extra time that he has to wait, that he will get cold feet. And I was like, oh, I think you're far enough in the process that it'll be fine. It just sucks to have to wait. All right, guys. We're going to take a break. And we are back. Um, We get Kristen and Mitch doing nonsense selfie cam. And... And Mitch is like, oh, it's a big day. I'm meeting her for the first time. It's like, yeah, yeah. Lindy and Miguel also do a selfie cam. Miguel appears to be terrified. (laughs) Um, So Lindy and Miguel go first-ish. She is in bed and she's woken up by her friend and they just exclaim to each other how crazy this is. Um, Miguel has friends also and they are... Two men and one woman, but we notice that the woman is also getting a tux, uh, getting into a tux, which I thought was great. I've always wanted like a tuxedo. I, I just want to know what I would look like in one. I have a friend who is not a fan of women being uh, groomsmen on the guy side. Mm. I, I like whoever your friend is, that's who should be on your side. <laughs> Wearing whatever it is that they wish. Um, I quite enjoy... Lindy's makeup. I think that the makeup artist did a good job. Um, Miguel is sitting around talking, and once again, we have to hear about Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know why. I it's mean, a bit my, much. <laughs> my only thought was, this is <laughs> why he should have been with Morgan. Because when she was looking for her dresses, they were talking about it. Like, what if she's with someone who doesn't like that she plays games? I mean, it's video games, not Dungeons and Dragons, but still, it's still a passion. I. It started off as a thing that I thought was, like, cute about Miguel, but the more they talk about it, I'm like, is this your whole personality is Dungeons and Dragons? Welcome to Maths, Aid. You say <laughs> something once, just know you... Don't give the producers a nugget. You have to say it over and over again for the rest of the season. Lindy gets her ring and she is so happy to get her ring and she loves it. But I realized that I don't like this. Oh. I don't like that they have to put on their own engagement ring. I feel like a moment was stolen. Oh. It's just not very romantic. It's just like, here, here's a ring, put it on. But they all seem happy and, you know, they slide in a line to make sure we know it's a James Allen ring. I mean, the previous seasons didn't even get an engagement ring. So is it a step up or a moment stolen? Um, It's a moment stolen because the husband, either at the reunion, at the tell at some point a husband gets an opportunity to give their own ring that they bought and paid for in a moment they kind of created with the show. 
I kind of prefer that. It gives you the impetus to do something romantic. It hands you something. You don't even have to think about it. Well, it's free. That's what happens when you get a free <laughs> ring. Um, sorry to interrupt, but while they were getting ready, I think Lindy mentioned something about missing out in her developing years. And the only reason I bring that up is before she said that, I was already worried about Lindy. I mean, they've kind of scared us into this spiral. But I do think she seems childlike. Yes. So when she mentioned the missing out, I'm like, is this something that's going to be a thing because she's making up for lost time? And also, I don't know if you noticed, she said, holy cow, 5,000 times. I did not notice the holy cows at all. (laughs) But it's like if you grew up in a house where you can't curse properly, (laughs) you end up up with stock phrases like, you know, golly gooks and holy cow. (laughs) Because I think she said it when she got the ring. She said it at the altar. She said it and she was like, holy cow. I'm like, wow. I also appreciated when Lindy sat around with her friends and her family and talked about how her dad was like, I'm not participating in this process. I see his side a little bit. I just, I get it. Your child comes to you is like, I'm marrying a stranger. I think the part that always gets me is like, but you're missing out on the opportunity. Like, if this is the person who they stayed married to and like have kids with, like you missed it. For what reason? Religion, man. It's always a downfall. I don't think it was religion. Because I feel like it's not a religious thing to be like, what the hell are you doing to marry someone at first sight who you've never met before? Um, I See, this is what happens when you mush things together. This might have been an after party, but it did come up where it was like the conservative and this is not, you know, how or what they're used to and this is not how things are done. Okay. I think it's too radical no matter what your background um so they get they have their wedding lindy and miguel he stands up there they stress they worry blah 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 but she gets up there and then she hugs him and she hugs him for just a little too long because we see him trying to separate and then she's still hugging him so he's like okay i guess i'll stay (laughs) did you notice that yeah absolutely her bouquet was too aggressive too it's just so they do their family introductions and there wasn't much there. They both mentioned that they're, you know, PhDs slash doctorates, which I was like, this must be the most educated pair they've ever had on maps. I don't think we've ever had two doctors before or yeah. two PhDs. Um, they're both seem very happy and very impressed with each other. Um, Lindy's vows were a bit stiff. Like she pulled them out and read them from a paper. I knew. I didn't notice that. It didn't even stick in my mind. So, yeah. Lindy, um, they go sit down after their wedding. Lindy calls Miguel her hot husband. They get a very nice sofa to sit on for their post-wedding discussion. Um, He pulls out this, like, Dungeons & Dragons, like, dye. Because it's not regular dye. They have special dye, for those who don't know. Um, I've heard about ten descriptions of how to play Dungeons & Dragons, and I still don't get it. And uh, his description added to the list where I'm like, I still, I don't understand. (laughs) Nor do I want to. I will say that. Maybe that's why. I think he was trying to be cute, but it kind of killed the moment. When he did what? When he pulled out the die and started talking about Dungeons and Dragons and relating it to their lives some way. This may be where my thing glitched. I have no recollection of this happening. What? (laughs) <laughs> he brought out die. Oh no! 
a little blue dye thing. And then honestly, the description he gave, I thought that it was the ring from Lord of the Rings. Like, precious, my precious. Because <laughs> he said it's like the end all, the be all of the game. And I'm like, Lord of the, and he compared it to Lord of the Rings. So I was like, surely this must be the ring. I was confused. But Lindy seems to like his nerdiness. I think she finds it adorable. Until they it's ask, not. <laughs> they ask about work and he makes a joke about being a drug dealer. And then he explains his pharmac- his career. He was in some science thing. He didn't like it. So now he switched to like writing for a pharmaceutical con- company. <sighs> Lindy says that she works here and there. <laughs> Basically, she works for like three months, a whole lot. And then she just travels the world. And he's like, I can work anywhere. I just need an internet connection. And they're just so happy that this part of their lives aligns. So a good start for Lindy and Miguel. I'm hopeful for them. Yeah. We both have them as our fave, so I hope they don't disappoint. And then when they show all the bad things, we don't see them in there. Oh, that's true. You're right. <laughs> like, I'm really hoping for a Danielle-Bobby situation. We need it. We need one. Some nice, boring couple who can barely eke out a storyline because they're just too happy. Just too happy. The ones that everyone's talking about, and they're like, I mean, we're fine. We had a good time. <laughs> So Mitch and Kristen come back. Mitch is, I'm going to call a poor Merla. She didn't do anything wrong, but this is pulling a Merla. We sat there while Merla gave instructions to the person. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, I don't like that. Um, the lady who came in to do his beard, he lost his shit. That's what I'm calling it because she cut his beard too short. And then when his groomsmen are like, oh, it's fine. He's like, just stop talking about it. Cause it's just, it's not right. <laughs> It's just for someone who has like he I don't know if he had stitches, but he banged up his head. <laughs> Anyways, like that should be your concern, not the beard that no one's checking how many inches it is, but that was just a weird that was weird behavior. That's why I said it's a character flaw. It was a person who like if cannot handle stress at all. Because next he was freaking out about his bow tie. Come like he was just yelling and being rude. I mean, was he yelling? I don't know. But he was being pretty rude and he was whining and it was very unattractive. Yeah. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, I get like you have nerves, but you're not the only person and you don't have to be rude to other people. Did they get married in a different place than everybody else? Because when Mitch and his friends walked in, it seemed like a bungalow, not like a hotel. So it's interesting, um, with the selfie cams, there are other people who had the same bed background that he had. Um, like when they're doing their selfie cams, I've seen that that headboard. But mm-hmm. I think maybe it was more brides who stayed in the bungalow. Oh, okay. Maybe he's the only one who we saw the entrance because we saw them walk in. And that's when I was like, this is not a hotel. No, no. There was um, someone else. that I thought it was mostly the brides who had bungalows. And then the guys had these tiny hotel rooms. So it was interesting that Mitch got more space. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Kristen sits down her dad the day of her wedding and asks him if he has time. And his dad's like, oh, I have until 830 tomorrow morning. So I'm like, oh, okay. So your flight leaves at 830 tomorrow morning. <laughs> she has the audacity to start this conversation with, well, two weeks ago, and I'm thinking, oh, to make it very clear that you've known about this for two weeks, and that's how long that you could have told him and didn't. And she explains to him that she's about to enter into a legal binding marriage, 
That's where the matchmaking led, blah, blah, blah. This poor man has a better reaction than I think I would have had. <laughs> I, I think he was stunned into silence. Like <laughs> His facial expressions were golden. There was all sorts of contorting going with his face as he it was dawning on him the ridiculousness that his daughter has done to him. And she says, you know, I've never met him and you and I will meet him together. I'm like, oh my God, what if this poor man ends up having a heart attack because he is not looking well? I was like, parenting is such a thankless job. You give them everything and they tell you they're getting married at first sight on the wedding day on camera. <laughs> and and that cliffhanger is how we ended the episode. So next week, we will possibly watch Kristen and Mitch get married. Um... I'm bothered by her highlights. <laughs> I'm too busy being bothered by her telling her dad to really notice anything else about her. Oh, I had time. I'm like, either get your hair colored or your roots or something. Some are in the front, some are at the back. I'm like, they're so misplaced and they bothered me. The other thing that bothered me was why did they have a gallon of juice for them? Why didn't they just get a bottle? They have to lift the entire thing to pour juice into their champagne. Did are you know? for real? Yeah. Okay. It was a whole gallon. It's not cute uh, when you're trying okay. to get ready. Did you want a carafe? No. <laughs> just a bottle would have been fine. It's just easier to manage a bottle than a gallon. Okay. You can talk to whoever's in charge of the grocery store run to ensure that doesn't happen again. They should. It's just cuter. Scotland is no cute way to eat wings, so don't put wings. So don't give them a gallon. That's all. That's all. <laughs> So, Aid, who has your bouquet for this week? You know, I'm going to give it to Stasia and Aid because they were happy. Stasha. They saw each other. Oh, Stasia and Nate. Okay, I'm going to give it to Stasia. Stasia. I'm going to give it to Stasia and Nate because they were happy. They were happy with what they saw. They're having a very good marriage first day. And you know it's nice. No matter how it ends, it, it was really nice. Yeah. Who has your bouquet? My bouquet goes to Lindy. Lindy, when she was shopping for dresses, says a lot of things could go wrong, but I am choosing positivity. And she exhibited that she was true about her words when she told us, my dad is not supportive. There were no tears. There was nothing. She just said, but we're moving on and upwards. Like my sister and my mom are here. That's all I need. Really appreciated that. Who has your ashes? My burnt ashes go to Kristen. This nonsense I'm going to tell my dad the day of the wedding. I cannot stand it. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't think any parent deserves to be done dirty that way. It's already a huge thing. Look at Stacia's, look at Stacia's uh, mom and like how good she's being and how supportive she's being. She's had two weeks to prepare. It's just not fair to just, in this process, it's already a process. Spring it on your dad the day of so you can create a moment for reality TV. I feel you, like in six months or whatever, she'll be another Alyssa trying to hawk some stupid t-shirts um, because she came on here to get her followers instead of to just find a husband. The thing is, you keep saying two weeks, but it's like this 90-day fiance who have an eternal time, but they say they only have 90 days left. They easily could tell them when they start the process. 
and say, hey, there's a possibility. There's a lot more time to prepare them for this. That's true. Who has your burnt ashes? My burnt ashes goes to Miguel's friend, Steve. Did not appreciate him talking about Steve like he wasn't there. And add that to the negativity he had in episode one. It's enough. Just support your friend now at this point and be kind. I'm going to give a bonus burnt ashes to whoever put that stuff about freaking the sheets in Nate's description. (laughs) That was uncouth. Very. All right, guys, that's it for this week. You can find Tane with Nana on the rewatch where they are wrapping up their rewatch of season five of Sex and the City. You can listen to them um, rewatch seasons one through four also. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at AlterCallMAFS. That is A-L-T-A-R-C-A-L-L-M-A-F-S. We love hearing from you guys. We love talking about it here on the show when you tell us funny things or make us less ignorant. So come find us. We are available anyway. you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any new episodes. Please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And we will see you next week. Bye. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.